Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap, Fightful, live in Nashville. Was just at SummerSlam, but I'm about to be in LA. I'm going to visit the the wonderful person uh, to the left, right, depending on which way you're looking. Denise Salcedo. Denise. Denise Hi, Sean. That's right. It's me, Denise Salcedo. Your voice sounds a little bit different. No. You're, you're, you look a little different. What's going on? No, I'm just tanning for my wedding. It's all good. Oh, okay. Um, that makes sense. That makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to be there. I'm going to see you tomorrow. How excited are you for your wedding? I'm really excited because I'm getting married because I'm Denise I, Salcedo. Uh, I think you're leaning into this one a little too heavy. Let, let's do the test. Say one thing that will make sure that I know that you're Denise Salcedo. Taylor Swift. It is Denise. <laughs> It is Denise. Get out of my chair. Get out. This is my spot. Get out, Will. Get out of here. You jobber. I knew something was up. I knew something was up. Sorry, Sean, for that. Uh, I didn't mean to be unprofessional here. Was that that Will Washington? (laughs) That was Will Washington. Well, listen, he listen, can't, um, I would like what? for you to apologize for, for doing that. Cause I could have had Will on the show this whole time. 
<laughs> I'm sorry, but I think I just killed Will. <sighs> You're partying, sorry. Denise. We're partying here today. Sean, you should have came uh, to my SummerSlam party. We could have been here. I, I right got a now. question. Who who is that woman that just assaulted Denise Salcedo? I, this is Denise on Denise Crime. This is Sophia. Oh my God. Uh, so How's it Denise, going, Sean? legitimately, you are doing this hours before your wedding. I fly out in a few hours to hopefully come to your wedding. Uh, this is this is a very unique show we're doing right here. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing a lot because Will ate shit so bad. He, oh. crashed into the, he crashed into the desk. And if you were to see the setup, he just fell out of the chair, crashed into the desk, and had to crawl out. It was oh, amazing. No. So, uh, so guys, as you're here, thumbs up. Donate Super Chats, Humper Chats. We would greatly appreciate it to get your question or statement read on the air we've already got people van Twinblade says that's a hate crime brandon charles powell says denise next time use a tractor to get rid of will and joel woods says denise out here killing folks the day before her wedding i got zero denise, chill man zero you're chill. out here trying to catch a charge the day of your wedding i'm gonna go to jail i'm not even gonna make it to the wedding man i'm gonna have to i'm gonna you know how i'm gonna come through i'm gonna show up like with handcuffs coming through like steve austin and all of this and uh i want you sean to start like start a chant or something somebody said count faster for the love of god count faster uh we're, we're here we're talking SummerSlam. get your super chats get your humper chats in but hey you know what i'm here in nashville i am leaving but you know what if you're not leaving and you are in Nashville right now. Check out Ric Flair's last match. The card is extreme. I've been at StarCast this weekend. You can get details at StarCast.com. They graciously sponsored all of our shows uh, towards the end of this month. But it's not just Ric Flair's last match with Andrade taking on Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett, who had a long line at StarCast today. Jacob Batu versus Josh Alexander. You got Deanna Perrazzo, Jordan Grace, the Briscoes, uh, Motor City Machine Guns. Uh, Ray Phoenix, all on the show. Jonathan Gresham, it is a stacked show. StarCast.com, RickFlairsLastMatch.com. Tickets still available for just $39 at the Nashville Municipal Auditorium. StarCast.com. Andy Springer says, we've just seen Denise abusing herself. And Nicholas says, my contribution to the money dance. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen, if you guys want to donate Super Chats to me for going to Denise's wedding, I have to pay baggage fees, seat selection fees. I got to pay uh, like a skip the line fee. I got to pay all these fees just to come see you, Denise. Sean, I thought you were going to say give me like money so, and that money that you get you can use for the money dance. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I don't know about I all that. Look, Rachel smartly says, what is a money dance? Oh, we're not going to get into this again. I'm done. I ain't going to have the same argument that I had with you last week. It's my new rule. I'm not going to repeat arguments. Sofa says, don't let Denise operate a tractor. Got it. Um, TG says, congrats, Denise. Cole was amazing. SRS is based. And Jonathan says, Denise squaring up to Will like she Sean earlier. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah, boy. Sean. You were the uh, uh, talk of the town. We're not bringing that up. Sorry. Sorry. Am I in trouble? I'll, I'll consider it. No, I don't care. Every, everybody knows what happened. I guess they don't know what happened, but if it's pertinent, we, we might address it. But uh, I don't think there's anything about that guy that's relevant. So uh, uh, besides me making him a little bit famous. 
Nathan DePaul says, for weddings and calling out hateful pieces of trash. I mean, there you go. That's basically what it was. There's a guy who has said some really homophobic, transphobic, bigoted, hateful, like sexist stuff and said that he would attack me if he saw me in person. And he saw me in person. He didn't say anything. And if I saw the kinds of things that he had said about people who are my friends, like Nyla, or people who are on our staff, like Will and Phil and Reg, and didn't say something about that, I, I'd feel like a bitch. Because we do not tolerate that at our site. And that was pretty much it. He had nothing else to say besides, your content sucks and some homophobic slurs. And that was about it. Um, security kind of split it up. I said, if you want to do this, we can. And he said, I don't want to get deported. And I said, okay. All right, then. That's about it. But if you're a homophobe, if you're a racist, if you are a bigot, if you're a sexist, this is not a welcome place for you. And I'm just saying that. I don't want your five bucks. I don't want your view. I don't want you to, to watch without commenting. I don't want any part of you. I don't want your money. If you support people that do that, I don't want your money. I don't want your business. And uh, I'll kind of leave it there. The stories on Twitter, if you want to know that bad, uh, Brian Zane was there. He saw it unfold. And uh, that's about it. That's about it. Guy said, do you want me to get deported? And I said, well, I mean, ideally, yes. I would love if you got deported. Honestly, you're a piece of shit. But that's that's really it. He wasn't about that life. And that's that's it. And listen. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, I'm going to fight somebody over wrestling bullshit. That's stupid. That's that's fucking dumb. I will never fight somebody over stupid wrestling bullshit. But I will call somebody a piece of shit if they are racist, homophobic, bigoted, sexist, any of that shit. Especially to my friends, people that work with me, and just people in general. And if you're not willing to do that, you should you should perhaps normalize calling that a little bit more. Because absolutely, fuck those kinds of people. So, uh... For those of you that wanted to know about that, there you go. For those of you who have no clue what I'm talking about, let's just move on with our lives and leave that guy irrelevant like he was before I gave him some clicks tonight. But we got Heartless saying, W, Sean Ross. We have Steven saying, congrats, Denise. You guys rock. And Nicholas Olson says, I wanted to start the money dance debate again. Listen, I got to be on a plane in seven hours, which means I got to be up in like four hours so you're gonna no. make your LA debut your first time in Los Angeles, mm -hmm. the greatest city on earth, Sean. Might go, might go to you're Disney. Be on my turf. Joel Wood says, I will fight you if you don't like maximum male models. Denise, you know that was objectively hilarious. Okay, so I gotta tell you, I was I had just finished eating, and you know, I usually after I eat, I go back to the bathroom and I brush my teeth so I might have fresh breath, right? So I was brushing my teeth and I hear Will from my living room. Uh, yelling, Denise, your fave, Denise, your fave. And I'm like, I I'm thinking like, oh my God, something great's happening. So I run down, toothbrush in my mouth and everything, going down there. And all of a sudden, I just see that it's the maximum male model segment. And I'm freaking pissed off because I'm running out there with toothpaste in my mouth. Denise. For it to Denise. be what it was, them just throwing water bottles and being all like, Listen, I don't know what the hell they're let being. Me, let me ask you a question. <sighs> Were your question? juices... Were your juices titillated? I was not. My juices were not titillated. Denise, did you see when you posted that and people were like, didn't your boss say that he was gone? And I'm like, 
wait, wait a second. Chandra Sapp reported last week on FightfulSelect.com that Max Dupree had a lot of people supporting him in the company and that Vince McMahon being gone was the best possible thing that happened to him. I mean, I heard that Vince was so hands-on. This was his idea. And he wanted Max Dupree to not sound anything like L.A. Knight. And Denise, I think we can probably agree that I don't think that the L.A. Knight character would have worked for this. But I think that Max is doing pretty good with it. Like, I love the approach that he's taking. You don't seem as excited as I know. Okay, well, I'm just not crazy about the concept, but I do agree that Max Dupree was sure. doing a good job with, like, the voices. So I won't take that away from him. Is Maximum Male Models for me? Hell no. I, I find it, like, the, the the first couple of weeks that we had it when they were doing the modeling on the stage, that was not for me, man. I'm just not the person that found that funny. I found that to be a waste of my time. However, I do think that it's funnier when they do these, like, pre-recorded edited segments like they did on SmackDown this past Friday and the way that they did today on uh, at Summer. Slam. I do think it's better when they actually record them and edit them and do that kind of thing. And that's the way that they present them. I think it's so much better than actually having them go out there and waste five minutes of my time when I could have just walked around at the mall and seen all the freaking mannequins <laughs> do the exact same thing. I could oh, flip the pages listen, of my magazines listen. and see the exact same thing. Ah, oh, Sean, come on. Come on. Hey, hey, I got one too. I got one too. No, stop it. Oh. Stop it. Stop it. No. I am titillating all of your juices, no. guys. Oh yeah. Oh it's Sean, stop. It? <laughs> stop. I am here to titillate the juices. Sean. <sighs> Sean, you are what? So <laughs> What? I feel like hey, I'm imagine what your mom's no, gonna say when no, she sees this Sean, tomorrow. I feel like I'm barging in on your webcam where you're like out there being like, "Ooh, look at you me, are. give me five this bucks." Is literally so this my is what webcam. goes behind the paywall. Is this yes. what you're putting up on Fightful Select? Damn, you should be putting more stuff out like this. You might have more people on here. I'd get my raise sooner. Get more people. Get more people. Ten thousand, and I get oh. my freaking raise, man. But Sean, I feel weird. I feel like I'm imposing on your like sexy webcam hour where you're just like, hello there, everybody. Am I titillating your juices? Yeah, I am. I am. Daniel Brown says, from someone who constantly gets furious with the WWE product, uh, got to give credit where it was due. Great pay-per-view considering 80% of rematches they made, the most all of them. Heyman selling is incredible. Uh, let me tell you, Denise, if this was the first show in a new era, I feel real goddamn excited about this new era they took off a match that we were all excited to see in riddle rollins and then they they did a, a brawling segment which we can kind of effectively cover now and rollins beat him up it shouldn't have been taken off the show but this added this felt different than a wdb pay-per-view because it felt spontaneous and uh fightfulselect.com reported that riddle would be on the show but how do you feel about, about Rollins and Riddle getting involved to this degree before we get into this opening match? Well, I think that a lot of people instantly, you know, when this whole thing happened that, you know, there wasn't a match set for Seth Rollins. A lot of people were expecting somebody to come in and essentially uh, be the person to have a match with Seth Rollins, right? Especially after the little Twitter uh 
back and forth. Well, not back and forth, but the response from Triple H that he's like, oh, I hear you after Seth Rollins basically said that he was pissed off that he didn't have a match at SummerSlam and this and that, whatever. Uh, A lot of people were thinking like, oh, are we going to get Johnny Gargano or something? Like everybody was talking about it. And when so you have so many people talking about something, you yourself start to believe it just because everybody's talking about it. And you start to get like thinking like, oh, what if it is actually going to happen? And so when we had, because the way that this all went down was a little bit weird because I feel we need to talk about the Kid Rock thing in this because it was right then that they had they introduced Kid Rock. By the way, I hate Kid Rock. I'm not a fan of Kid Rock. Kid Rock. Listen, listen. I just want to say that woman was way out of his league, and she should not have stooped to the level of kissing Kid Rock. And I mean that legitimately. And I was glad when like people were like booing him when he came out. By the way, but whatever. So Kid Rock does this little thing. He's making out this and that, and it was weird too because they started like he started flipping off the camera, and then they started like. Uh, they blacked out the screen and then there was like this really fast like camera glitch or something. I don't know. And then out of nowhere, Matt Riddle's coming down. But I thought that it was Kid Rock because of the way that the camera moved. And all I saw was like, a, a you know, a guy with blonde hair. I was thinking like, what the hell is Kid Rock running into the ring? Like, what's going on? And then it ended up being Riddle. And um, so Riddle's, you know, once Riddle came out, you know, you knew that Seth Rollins was going to run in and they were going to do something. And I thought for a second, oh, man, they're just going to go ahead and actually do this match. And I thought, I hope they do, because that was the match that most people wanted to see. And if it kind of happens in this way where people weren't expecting it, I think, you know, it could you know be a little something, right? So I did love this. I love this primarily because of one thing and one thing that you're going to be seeing across all of Twitter, and I'm sure you've already been seeing it, and that is Seth Rollins running out, being chased by personnel. Yes, I and love like, it. <laughs> it was amazing. That. Um, such good meme material there. So that was funny. You know, they get into it. I thought this was a good way for a feud, a, ma- a feud and a match that people wanted to see on this show for us to at least get something that furthers this story going into Clash of the Castle. So I was a fan of how this was just kind of, they found a little way to incorporate it into the show. Uh, Riddle's injury is kayfabe for those wondering. Um, I was told that everybody involved was not happy the match was was pulled. More news like this on FightfulSelect.com. Rob Hines says, Chances the Kane and Kid Rock spots were pre-planned before Triple H and Steph. Really hope that's the case. I mean, I think there's a solid chance, but Kane's going to come out in Tennessee, get the little pyro, whatever. Lake says, While I appreciate Vince wanted Eli Drake to try something different and do something he's not used to, I'd still rather see him in the ring. Big congratulations to Hollywood Salcedo. I'm okay if, if... Max Dupree is enhancing other people. He is such a supremely talented talker that I'm I'm okay with that. I think eventually they can get him in the ring, though. Um, <laughs> Rob Hines says that I beat Kid Rock for cringe moment of the night by titillating juices. <laughs> oh, Zenova says, is Will the guy that wanted the plus one in Denise did action? I don't know what that means. What? There, I had a wedding drama today, Sean, where a fa- where a person that was going to my wedding decided to ask for a plus one uh, the day before. And for those of you who one. do, and for this, no, but I'm saying like last minute though. But for okay. those of you who do not know, like basically the venue, like you're supposed to have final count, everything's supposed to be paid for ten days in advance. Yes. So basically, going up to the person a week before, I mean a day before, basically saying they want to bring a plus it's one. Rude. Yeah. And then on top of that, when I said no, they still wanted to bring said person. Even after I said no, they were like, oh, don't worry. They'll just sit there. They won't eat. And I thought, what? That's terrible. No way. And I didn't even know this person. I just want to talk about how disrespectful you are and how little regard you have for my career 
when a year ago, a year ago, when you planned this wedding, you said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to plan this for the last weekend of July because I know for a fact that Vince McMahon is going to retire. Ric Flair is going to have his last match. And WWE is going to schedule SummerSlam in July for the first time in history. And I just want to mess up Sean's life. That's what you did. Well, you know what? I don't feel too bad about it considering that you mute me every two seconds on this show. I'm not tonight because I'm using a a laptop and I'm not used to it. But Shauna says, congrats to Denise and her beloved. Hope your day goes amazing. Sean, you're a stand-up dude. Proud to be a fightful mark. I can't wait. I'm very excited to see Denise get married tomorrow. Sheldon says, moral of the story, keep that energy when somebody calls you out and doing all the talk on Twitter. I mean, just simply just don't say shit if you wouldn't say it to somebody directly. And and even then, hey, maybe have a fucking filter and have some manners. Say it in a tweet, that's a cop out. Say it on the street, that's a knockout. Is that Will Washington? Only Will Washington would say that. Uh, Taylor Swift, that's a Taylor Swift lyric. Chris Petrie says, on, Denise working the- <laughs> I know, I know, Denise. But you did not know that. You did yes. not know that. There's no yeah. way you knew that. Because no, Shade never made anyone less gay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the, I know the lyrics. Look at you, secret yeah. fan. Oh, it, it was literally okay, there, on there, the birthday it. video that I did for you, Denise. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Forgot. Chris Petrie says, Denise working late night before her wedding. What a legend. Congrats again. Always enjoy your guys' show. Well, now it's time to talk about actual matches. Well, I guess. Uh, people com- complimenting Michael Cole. Oh boy, am I going to put him over in the main event? But Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair match good. You know it's going to be good. It's Bianca. It's Becky. They do this stuff so well. Uh, Becky has added so much to her repertoire since she's come back. Uh, it, it is amazing. She's taking KODs on the floor as well. They work together really well. They are like tied together. I think that that they have found a special chemistry with one another. Obviously, we're going to talk about the post-match afterwards, but Denise, this is this is one of those feuds that I'm always going to look at and say, fire matches. I don't need them to have them for a while, and I don't think they will, but what a, what a special chemistry they have. I think this is definitely something for me now that when you think of people that you like to see work together and, you know, you're throwing out names of people that you, again, like to see work together. I feel that when you think of the women, I feel like you definitely have to say uh, Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair because uh, their match at WrestleMania, I feel like I've talked about it so many times. And the reason for that is because it was match of the night. Like people were talking about that match. When think about this, you had Stone Cold Steve Austin and Kevin Owens, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Austin, who we hadn't seen wrestled in forever, you know, and nobody was expecting him to have a match. And even then, you know, people were talking about this match with Becky Lynch and Bianca because it was so good. And it's so crazy to think like how last year's SummerSlam, the 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 vibe after that show was everybody being disappointed, a lot of people being disappointed of what happened with Bianca Belair, how she was essentially kind of screwed out of, you know, the championship and just how everything went down. And people were just like, man, all of these moments to lead up to that happening to Bianca Belair, like it was BS. And a lot of people were rightfully pissed off about it. And now you fast forward to a whole year later and we have another really good uh, competitive match with Bianca and Becky following that WrestleMania match. And this match was different, but it was still very entertaining and competitive. Um, I think what I liked in particular about this match was that it was very, very like aggressive in the way that the way the way that they did things. It was like when Be- when Becky would pull the hair of Bianca, it was done in such a like 
mean manner, like such a, just like a, a, a manner so like to disregard uh, Bianca Belair, right? And little things like that, like going and fighting on the outside of the ring and everything that they did there. Like when uh, the leg drop from Becky Lynch, you know, the face plant that uh, Becky did to Bianca after she was going for like a leapfrog or something. And she just like face planted her. All of these things looked very, very aggressive. And it was a little bit different, I think, from what I remember in the WrestleMania match. So, and then the thing that I loved the most was definitely the finish. I loved the finish um, with the Spanish fly from Bianca Belair and then going right into the kiss of death. That was phenomenal because that's what we want. Like for me, that's what we want. To me, what makes a really good finish is obviously something that makes sense, but also something that has that exclamation point at the end of a match. And this one here had that exclamation point. Sean, you're muted. I didn't mute you, I swear. It was me. Oh. Not only that, <laughs> they added three more exclamation marks after this. Everything you said is true. I think you hit the nail on the head, but we'd reported on FightfulSelect.com today, $5, guys, that talent thought that Bailey was coming back. I'll tell you what we didn't report. That Dakota Kai and Io Shirai were coming back. Holy cow. In uh, Simmons says, great match, but the post-match is what I really like. Good turn in that faction. My God, the potential thug tears for Dakota Kai returning. Joey Bag of Donuts says, Bailey will give the division a needed boost. Can we stop with the heel Becky crap? So we got a handshake and a hug after that. And the three people I mentioned showed up, Denise. First off, you know, I'm, I'm weary when Becky is like, going to hug Bianca. I'm like, what's going to happen? But I had a, I had a little, got tipped off that Bailey was going to come out here. So that wasn't that much of a surprise. I think a lot of people knew she was heading to Nashville. No clue that Dakota was coming back. That is triple H at work week one. Denise, I, I listed like maybe 15 TV ready talent that he should bring in immediately or back. She was among the top of that list. Add some depth. Well, you know what? I also wrote a story on FightfulSelect.com this week that a lot of people said that they wouldn't have left WWE if Triple H had been in control sooner. Well, look who walks down to the ring. Io Shirai, now Io Sky, uh, as they can now trademark that name. That That's him sprinkling some Triple H dust all over stuff right there, Denise. That is him and the, the respect and the admiration that he has cultivated at play immediately and this stable had been pitched before denise as reported on fightfulselect.com and vince mcmahon shot it down it's wild man it's wild and now we see it at work this was major this was triple h walking into the room kicking the door down and saying i'm here this was amazing dakota kai now she has had an interesting roller coaster in WWE because you know she's uh you know was in NXT for so long she was that person that you were like dude come on she's at this point she's more than ready to go to the main roster uh she really proved to her, proved herself to be a good character and also to be good in the ring she was getting over with people there was a point in NXT where people were really wanting her to be NXT Women's Champion and they didn't 
didn't take they did didn't happen for her you know two times she was essentially screwed out of actually having the nxt women's tag team championships for longer than like one show and she was screwed out of that twice and you know having to see everybody or a lot of people go up to the main roster including her best friend raquel gonzalez and then she's stuck there and then for a while on nxt she was legitimately like not really doing much and not because of her fault but because it was very clear that they didn't have anything for her and so everything that she was like every time she started something like she took three like she took 10 steps forward she immediately they immediately had her go eight steps back and so that was a lot of what we were seeing for Dakota Kai in NXT so it's kind of one of those things where I think the people that you know were watching NXT were kind of clamoring to finally get to see her have her moment and then she's uh one of the persons that is released and she was um, out of like during that group, I forget who else was released with her during that exact time because there were so many releases, right? But yeah. when she got released, she was one of those people that was immediately trending on Twitter. And we know that when, you know, there's releases, Sean, not everybody starts trending on Twitter. Usually the big names are the ones that really trend because they're the ones that people are like, oh my God, you know, so-and-so go hire Dakota Kai, go hire this person or that person because we can't believe that they got released. And Dakota Kai was that person. And so- when uh, Triple H came back, I remember having this discussion at some point where it was like, I wonder how many people that got released that didn't end up going to another company, whether it's AEW, Impact, or whatever, they didn't end up going. I was wondering if there was going to be an opportunity for them to come back. Because obviously the people under contract with AEW are not going to be going back to WWE. But the people that yeah. never got an opportunity... Tony Khan made that abundantly clear did. on Busted Open Radio last week. He yeah. did. But the people that didn't have an official deal anyplace else, then it's like, okay, well... Dakota Kai was one of the names that I thought, damn, I could see her coming back. I, I could see Dakota, Tegan. I, I figured EO would hang around. I could see Braun, Bray, Johnny, Killer Cross, Scarlet Bordeaux. I could see a lot of people. I could see Bronson Reed coming back. That's obviously a guy that Triple H thought a lot of. I could see a whole lot of talent. I could see Enzo and Cass popping up now. Like I could see a lot of things happening. And I do think this, this does change the landscape in the sense that if you want a talent now, you got to make sure that you're like, you know, spinning, moving the wheels to make it happen, right? KE775 says, happy Bailey is back. Thought she was going to be on SmackDown. SmackDown's women division need, needs depth. Any possible additions there? Oh, I'm sure there's going to be possible additions there. Absolutely. Lorenzo says the King Dakota Kai is back. Bless Triple H. Kai is very happy about the return and the trio. And Anti and Brick says, I feel like the guy who may benefit the most from Triple H being in charge is Michael Cole. Love the Bailey faction. Yeah, Michael Cole had a career night tonight. Tonight, I thought he had some of his best calls ever. I'm going to save that for the main event. Joel says, let me get this out of the way. Do you think that Dakota will be the last of the returns over the next few weeks? So it's hard for me to say over the next few weeks, I don't know if they'll just be like, bam, bam, bam. But it's hard to believe that Triple H is going to sit on these free agents very long, Denise. Like, I don't think he's going to give anybody else any time to sign anywhere. I don't think so either. And I don't think it would be smart of him to just, you know, sit on his hands and not take the opportunity. I think, like, if the talent is available, if they haven't signed anywhere else grab them if you want them you got to grab them this is a competition obviously and while some people may not see it that way you're going to be competing right and on top of that i you know i think it's very i think it's very obvious and i think uh that triple h and I don't want to you know, speak for him, but uh, it's very obvious that the rosters are pretty slim and that they need more people and that they need to not have the same 
10, eight people on the shows. And I'm pretty sure that Triple H knows that and is working ways like what we saw right now with EO coming up, Dakota, et cetera. And, and not just that, but having green people on the roster as well. They, they were bringing up some people that shouldn't have been brought up. And I'm not saying it's always bad to be green. You know, kind of like... We talk a lot about performance here at Fightful. And you know if you want that performance, you want Athletic Greens 1. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. So excited to work with Athletic Greens. You can get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreens.com slash Fightful. And you might be asking, what is Athletic Greens? Well, one scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food source ingredients, including a multivitamin, multimineral, probiotic, green superfood blend, and more in one convenient daily serving. I took multivitamin tablets before this. Uh, our strength and conditioning coach said, you should probably move on to something more digestible. Recommended AG1. I loved it. I love how it made me feel. Love the energy that it gave me. And it got me a whole lot more vitamins than I was taking in general because it absorbs a lot better. Athletic Greens 1, it effectively replaces all those products, pills with one healthy drink. Athleticgreens.com slash Fightful and check them out on Twitter at Athletic Greens. Let them know you heard about them from us. Damn, I even hit the ad read button just because I don't have the read in front of me here in Nashville. <laughs> And I was like, I don't want to mess it up. So here we go. But I legitimately love Athletic Greens. It is fantastic. And thank them for sponsoring us. They are, they are wonderful. Uh, Brandon says, shout out to EO, Dakota Kai, and Bailey for coming back. Shout out to Michael Cole for being set free. Shout out to Hunter. Tonight was a step in the right direction. I do have two more things that I do want to bring up during this segment, though, Sean, because when we had that little face-off between Bianca, Becky, and uh, EO, Bailey, and Dakota, I mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was wait. I was expecting like cue the music. I was expecting to see Sasha Banks and Naomi just pop out because I think at this point I was kind of feeling like Triple H was like, but wait, there's more. Yeah, the way was. things were formatted for these reveals, I legitimately was expecting like a Sasha or Naomi to pop oh, up here. I legitimately I, was. I thought by the time like two or three came out, uh, somebody hit me up before the match and they were like three surprises here and i was like shut up it was like when somebody said oh cm punk's coming back i was like shut the fuck up like whatever i bet it was but at that point i was like maybe they got her back dream and ninja I says also, sorry i also thought that becky lynch was going to turn on bianca after that hug i thought she was going to turn on her during that moment too dream ninja says the women's match segment was the highlight bailey stable is the best in wrestling now triple h is like hell no we still have the best women in the press box it was like there were people like literally aloud saying Triple H is doing it. Like he's he made it very clear at the at the presser that we did this week that he wanted ideas from everybody. And he said, I want to make this show as good as possible. I I like that. Uh, Josh says, really fun show. Props to Michael Cole. He was great tonight. I love all the love Michael Cole's getting. His call in the main event, masterful. Uh, you realize how good he is. N. Simmons says, Dakota and Bailey make so much sense. They've had similar character arcs. Should be a storyline down the line. Sky is one of the greatest wrestlers. Papa H made sure to lock her down. WWE wouldn't outright confirm it to me, but they're like, ah, sure seems like it, doesn't it? And I'm like, just tell me. Just tell me. Fightful says, uh, or actually, 
That's not Fightful. It's Ready, Set, Mech says, as well, uh, my congrats to the soon-to-be Mrs. Salcedo. She's not going to be Mrs. Salcedo. I'm not changing my last name for those of you who are wondering. I'm okay. starting to be Denise Salcedo. Professionally or personally Both. as well? Okay. I hey, know. Good for you. No, there's people you. that have different reactions to that. Usually guys are like, oh, you're not doing it. And the girls are like, good for you, girl. Good for you. You do at you. This point, at this point, I want to change my last name. Steven says, <laughs> we we need a Denise laugh for an alarm or a ringtone. And Ben Man says, $5 exclusively for the money dance tomorrow. Congratulations, Denise. I hope your day is amazing. Oh, I Giuseppe. keep remembering. <laughs> Making me Giuseppe's- nervous. Says Sean, good on you for giving the Denise the day off tomorrow for a wedding. But why did she put you at the kids' table on the reception seating chart? Where am I? Bro, you're sitting by the trash can and by the bathroom and by where the caterers come out. So that they're gonna keep so, bumping into your chair. I listen, so <laughs> I'm sitting next I'm... to I'm next to the trash can, so I'm right by you. <laughs> okay. <The> train... <laughs> I forget what table you're in, but you're in the friends table. Like you're with people, you know, you'll have a good time. Joel Wood talks about me titillating juices. He says, great. Now everybody at work thinks I'm watching porn. Might as well be. Ready, set, Mex says, I want to say thank you, not only for your great content, but for me as a Mexican to feel safe in this channel. Anyway, SummerSlam was really entertaining. That main event was fun, but near the end was a tad much. Hope you had a great time. It was a great show to be at live, and uh, you are absolutely welcome here. Even though I speak a lot better Spanish than Denise, eventually she will pick it up, and you'll feel even more welcome. The Train 24 says, as someone who lost his brother due to him not being able to handle society's inability to handle him being gay, which led to an addiction path, thank you, SRS Hollywood. Have a great wedding. You're going to make a beautiful bride. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, I know that probably isn't easy to share, but again, we we want to make all the good people here feel welcome. And if you're a piece of shit, you're not welcome. Go find something else. We don't need you in our comment section. We don't need you anywhere. Jordan says, stopped watching WDB after the Bel Air squash last SummerSlam. Only gave it a try after all's post-show on Select. Tonight gave me a little hope for the future. I, that, that makes me happy to see, too, because there are people that are like, oh, we don't watch the show. We watch you guys afterwards, and that is that is very flattering. But also, we hope that you watch and enjoy these shows. Even if we don't like them, I hope that you don't watch something you don't enjoy. But uh, if, if you want to do that, Sour Graps has a review on Fightful Select right now where they're going to bury everything. In Simmons says, Denise, many blessings for you and your future husband. Hope you two have the best forever love. Thank you. I hope so. <laughs> Artless says, when's that Sean Ross fan house dropping? I don't know what that what means. Fan house. Oh, is that like OnlyFans, like, but a new thing? Maybe. Maybe. Well, there you go. You just gave every you just gave away free content right there, Sean. Come like, on. Yeah, that's true. Uh, <laughs> don't B-Meg be giving says, out these picks for free. B Meg says your new name's gonna be Denise Big Shits. Why? You don't have to change your initials. <laughs> oh, Actually, man. my initials are DMs because my middle name's with an M, so it's DMs. What's your middle name? I don't want to tell everybody my middle yeah, name. Yeah, I don't. On here. I don't blame you. I I don't want people to know shit about me like that anymore. No, no. disrespect to you guys, but <laughs> Logan Paul versus the Miz. I mean, Logan Paul is still sloppy at times, but he's. He's very good at this already, Denise. There were several yes. spots that you looked at, like the frog splash outside and the crossbody all the way across the ring and the moonsault and, and the dive. Like, this guy gets it. And he looks the part, too. Like, to me, if you don't necessarily look the part, it's not that much out. But when you do, it does add to it. Holy 
crap. He, he's, he gets it, Denise. I have a couple of criticisms here. Okay, sure, whatever. Okay, so my actually, I only have one criticism. I shouldn't have said a couple. <laughs> I have one. My one is, honestly, I thought this match went too long. I, I didn't think that it was yeah. that great. I thought they had a good spot at the end with Logan Paul doing the frog splash on The Miz onto the commentary table. But everything before that was absolutely nothing interesting. I'm sorry. Uh, I just didn't think this match was anything to be over the moon about. I think that the other stuff that I've seen Logan Paul do was a lot more interesting than uh, this particular match. But I did think that that one spot that they did with the frog splash was enough to basically, because when Logan Paul came out, he was being booed. Like he had a couple of cheers, don't get me wrong, but he was being booed for the most part. And after this match, he was being cheered. And one of the things that we've been talking about is how Logan Paul should be a heel. He should be a heel, right? But he wants to be a babyface and he's adamant he's going to be a babyface. Well, you know what? They kind of, they they did good today in the terms of they successfully got the man cheered uh, after that frog splash uh so after that, that was fine. But if you're going to tell, like, I can't say, oh, this was a great match or this was a good match. It was a match with one good spot, and that's about it. That's understandable. Um, what did you think of, of Ciampa matching with, with Maurice? It's so weird. It's so it weird. It's like, it, that's not the thing I know. Do you think no, it lasts oh, or Ciampa does not. something else? That I promo we cut last week, though. Oh, my God. It was so good. Uh, AJ comes out. I'm glad they found a way to get him on the show, but like this could have been a tag match. Uh, Logan Paul wins, of course, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, we got Volob saying, I know it's not saying much, but Logan's better than Dom. Yeah. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Yes. He is better than Dom. Joey Bagadonut says, I know I'm supposed to hate him, but the dude respects the business and clearly has put in the work. He has. Okay, Denise. Shane Helms is turning out more main roster stars right now than than NXT is. Like they got him training like Bad Bunny and and Logan Paul and and all these people. Ruben Hidalgo says, "Congrats, Denise. Who will get a world title first, Logan Paul, Pat McAfee, or neither?" I think Logan Paul. It seems like he's more interested in doing this, but 
I don't want to say more interested in doing it. It seems like we might see a lot more of him than McAfee in that sense. But if, if, if they're having these kind of matches, I really don't mind it at all. Here's my question. Who would you rather? Let's just say everything worked out. Who would you rather see as a champ, as a, like a world Ma champion? Pat McAfee, McAfee or Logan Paul? because I just enjoyed his podcast in general. And I, I do, I legitimately respect how much Logan Paul respects wrestling. Because there was a spot that stood out to me after the Owen Zane thing last year. He was on his show with his brother and a bunch of people. And they were like, oh yeah, you sold that stunner really well. And he's like, I didn't sell anything. I didn't know it was coming. And like they were giggling and he was stone faced. And he didn't have to do that. And I respected that he did. And I mean, his brother, again, you can say what you want about him. They're pushing up the pay scale across MMA and, and boxing and what Jake Paul is trying to do for women's boxing. I really admire that as well, but I, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but Pat McAfee, I think is just so naturally entertaining. And so is Logan. I, I want to see them face each other at some point. I think Pat McAfee's a little bit more entertaining than Logan Paul. Uh, I just think once I do think once Logan Paul starts to because he I don't think he's connecting with the crowd just yet. Like in those little like in between the moves moments, I don't think he's necessarily connecting just yet with the crowd. But that's going to come with time, right? I think that'll eventually come. But you can tell that he cares enough because if he didn't care enough, he wouldn't be out there, you know, doing you know jumping through freaking. Uh, commentary tables and all of this. Like, he wouldn't be doing that if he didn't care. So it's fine. It's fine. Go Logan Paul. Ruben says, can't tell if the Kid Rock kiss was sponsored by a Waffle House or Blue Chew. Oh, man. Well, Bobby Lashley beat Theory. This match did not need to exist. It didn't need to happen. Theory is now 0-8 after uh, winning Money in the Bank. Listen, bless Bobby Lashley. I don't know if I believed it, but he gave me a great Fightful Select story this week. He said, I got approached to possibly fight Mike Tyson at Madison Square Garden. I said, cool, thanks for the headline, posting that on Fightful Select right now, because I know my boy Rick Aquino was about to sit there and ask him about it. Uh, also, uh, I want to put over Rick Aquino. <laughs> Poor Rick Aquino. No, I, I want to put over Rick, because Rick had a scoop today, and he held off on posting it. And I, I wish he would, but you know what? He was He was being diligent. But he got word that Pat McAfee was going to have a special entrance, entrance, and that entrance was uh, what we saw later. So I, I want to shout out Pat or shout out Riccicino because he had that scoop and he deserves some flowers for it. Um, the Lashley theory thing. Guess what? We've seen it, Denise. Yeah, you know when I feel so bad, but when Theory came out, I, keep in mind I did my prediction show yesterday. I talked about this when Theory came out. I was like, "Who's he wrestling again? That's terrible." That's so terrible. And then I was like, oh, yeah, Bobby Lashley. It shouldn't have taken me this long to be. It shouldn't have taken me the time that it took me to be like, oh, yeah, who's he wrestling again? Oh, yeah, it's Bobby Lashley. Uh, this is a match that I just did not care for whatsoever. Uh, you know, I, How many times now has he lost? Eight times now, Theory, since winning the Money in the Bank match? I don't even know anymore. I think so. But this was not anything that I hadn't seen before. I don't even have anything else to contribute to this. Nothing. Nothing. Um, I'm glad Lashley didn't lose because he didn't really need need to lose there. Uh, we got Ryan Lambert saying DMS Denise Maximum Male Model Salcedo. That's your name. Bro. Good name. And Nicholas says new tier on Fightful Select. SRS will titillate your juices. Hey man, get them uh, subbed I mean, up. Do you remember when I had that person on Cameo trying to be slick and get feet stuff from me? 
Oh yeah, that was right when they were oh. like wiggle your toes. <laughs> yes, and yawn. I was like, come on, what is oh. what is that? But what does yawning do to your toes? I don't. I think it was just a fetish thing they had. Yawning, uh, Chris. Yeah, Chris Petrus says, "What did you all think Vince did for his first week off, sitting at home yelling at the TV, or halfway across the world by now on a beach?" So legitimately, when I asked people, and I mean, I even talked to, I, I had some talks with people like high up in WWE and people that have worked with him for 10 years. They're like, I don't know what he likes to do. I, do. I know what you Vince say McMahon movies, likes to do. right? No. What? I know what he likes. Axe what? throwing. Oh, does he? Yeah. I remember. I always remember this. Uh, Sean Waltman told that story when he okay. went to Triple H's birthday party. He said that Sean Vince McMahon was at throwing, axe throwing. And that he was having a blast. So now also, I uh, imagine Vince McMahon is, just acts. Is Sean going to be there tomorrow? I, I he was invited, but he couldn't make it because Aww. his uh, his his uh, grand his grandchild grandson was okay. born like a week ago or two weeks ago. Okay, uh, but he Sean was invited. Sent me a, Sean sent me a very nice message after the happenings of today, and I appreciated that. <laughs> uh, Patrick Reyes <laughs> says. Wow, who knew if you don't script Cole, he's actually pretty good. I wouldn't say pretty good. I would say amazing. I would say that he immediately became an incredible commentator. It was it was amazing. I was so happy uh, to hear that. Jay says, loved you invading WrestleTalk earlier, SRS. I tried to call into their show from the press box, but from where they have the studio set up, they couldn't do it. So I was bummed. Denise's flower girl says donation for the dollar dance. Congrats, Denise. Why am I not the flower girl? You're not cute enough, Sean. That's that's bull. You can't bull. rock. You can't you know rock. What? You can't rock the little basket, Listen, the little crown, the little dress. We're gonna, we're gonna reserve that that not cute enough judgment for your mom tomorrow. I can't wait to bro, meet bro. Bro, please. Mod Matar said. Actually, uh, I need. Okay, yeah. Uh, Bear Hudson says, "Congrats, Denise, on your wedding. You deserve all the success and happiness in the world." Sean, can you clarify the Sasha and Naomi tweet on USA Network Twitter account? Was it fake? I haven't seen that at all. Uh, I know they're both doing C2E2. Yeah, I haven't seen or heard anything about that, uh, Bear Hudson. I haven't had any messages about it. I haven't heard any changes. They're both working C2E2, so I'd say it's probably fake, whatever it is. Scott Scoop You're trying says, to get Kat Dennings on your podcast? I, oh, I love Kat Dennings. I would love Kat Dennings. She would, she would be great. I, I want Kat Dennings. I, I want Melissa Joan Hart and Danielle Fischel. I want all three of them. You really need to get Kat Dennings. Yeah, yeah. and Danielle Will, Fischel. Will is buddies with Danielle. Is he really? What? Yeah. yeah. I remember one time, um, like Melissa Joan Hart used to follow like a lot of people on Twitter. And Bix reached out to her and he's like, hey, is this a bot following me for your account? And she said, bleep, blorp, bloop. What do you mean? I thought that was pretty funny. I'm looking yeah, for like the a tweet. robot. Scott Stoop says, expected more return tonight. Love the show overall. Do you think we'll see more in the coming months? Yes, I do. I do. Uh, we saw Mysterio's versus Judgment Day. And listen, what I'll say about this match is Finn Balor looks incredible. Damian Priest is incredible. And Rey Mysterio is insane. He is 47 doing Super Frankensteiners. This man is unreal. He has become one of my favorite workers in the world to watch again. He is like, he's the type of person that I, I feel lucky that I get to watch him perform live. He should be a special attraction in my opinion. But I also like, I don't know if you heard what triple H said. He was like, I don't, I didn't need the perfect send off. I wanted to ride it until the wheels fell off. I feel like Ray's like that. 
I feel like he's like, man, I already got my knee shot up with stem cells. I got a second lease on life. I don't got to wear knee braces and baggy pants. I'm doing this shit while I can. And I respect that. Um, But this match is, again, we've seen it. I was about to say, are you going to put over this match? Because it was incredibly boring. I'm putting over three of the the performers. I didn't need to see this match on the pay-per-view. I completely agree with everything you said. Uh, I just, I found myself just tuning out of this. And I mean, we'll talk about the edge thing in just a second, but the match itself, there's nothing to say. We had a couple of botches from Dom. There was like a couple in there, but it was a boring match. Sorry. Well, Alex Edgerstone came out. For those of you who don't know the, the, the reference, he looked like Alex Hammerstone. Looked like Alex Hammerstone was dropping a cruiserweight. Listen, I got to say, it's kind of a bummer that he got his hair cut to match Rhea <laughs> and they broke up the group because now he's got the he's got the other haircut back. Right. <laughs> but I will uh, put over his beard, his beard looked good. But also, I want to say a beautiful part of booking that I like is basically they're saying Rhea is better than Dom, <laughs> like completely regardless of gender or anything like that. They're like, Rhea can beat Dom's ass. At this point, I want to see Rhea powerbomb him through a table, Denise. I mean, why the hell not? I'd be totally on board with that. I, I, could, I can buy it. I definitely buy it, actually. I can more than buy it. Um, And I don't even know what to add to this. Like, the whole Edge thing, it's... It was okay. I wasn't over the moon. I I think I saw a lot of people on Twitter that were like, oh, he looks so cool and this and that. I'm like, yeah, n- I, I kind of feel like given like the little video packages and this and that, I was kind of expecting something a little bit different. I don't really know what I was expecting, to be honest. I don't have a vision of what I was expecting, but I was expecting something a little bit different. I thought that the whole execution, just him coming out and then just helping the Mysterios get the win, I thought was incredibly lame. I did think it was dumb when comments Terry was like, this was so unexpected when they announced that he was coming uh, tonight. So I'm like, well, was it really that unexpected? Not really. Um, so for me, I thought this was pretty lame. I, I could not yeah. care. I, this is not going to make any difference for me in Edge. And just, it, I'm just glad we're done be- dancing. I'm glad we're done dancing around it. We get it. He faced a bunch of people uh, back in the day, and now he's back. Cool. We're gonna I hope we don't get you. the same promos either, but we're but, probably going to get the same promos. I I think we're probably getting six person tags with Rhea beating up Dom, but I, I'm really excited to see Edge facing Valor and and Priest in the future. Mod Matar says the commentary was really different today. Best part, huge congrats, Denise. Best bride for the year. Best wishes. Oh, Pat McAfee wished uh, Happy Corbin best wishes. He had a choir singing "Bum Ass Corbin." Did you like it? Did he, you like the choir? Yeah, it was pretty cool. I mean. I liked it because my buddy Riccicino had the scoop, scoop and I was happy for him. But I'll tell you what I loved about this. Like we saw a thing in Pat McAfee completely separate of the spots. We saw composure out of him. We saw him face adversity in the ring and almost slip a couple times like on his knees. Then he popped right up. And then on the top rope, and he wobbled, wobbled, wobbled. Then you're like, oh, yeah, he was one of the best punters in the NFL. He's pretty good with his feet. He made a living on them. And then he recovered and hit a great swanton, uh, swanton bambini, he calls it. Uh, But 
I love that we saw him face adversity, not not like in storyline. We saw him face adversity based on his skill set and his experience, and he overcame that. And he didn't let that shake him. He didn't let that affect him throughout the match. And I I admire that and respect that an awful lot. Him beating Baron Corbin is obviously the right move. He uh, I, I'm I'm not going to agree with how he did it because I why think, not, Sean? I think that anybody that hits somebody in the nuts to win a match is a coward. No, I don't think that. I think Listen, it's a I've smart already, way to bring your opponent down. I've already told Joel Pearl I'll never hit a person with glasses. So I, I, I'm also not going to hit somebody in the nuts. I think those, those are two irredeemable things. I think you and, don't have the courage to do it. Hitting someone in the nuts brings them down immediately. If you really want to win, if you really want a good outcome. Where's your you evidence? Where's your evidence? Nuts. I got Pat plenty McAfee of evidence. Won. You want to know my evidence? You no. on the floor in Dallas. Holding yourself like you had to go. All did because you see that eliminated did, from the clusterfuck of me? Listen, did I? Did you see that I met fellow main eventer and Kentucky legend Billy Starks today? I did see that actually. Listen, two Kentuckians main eventing a pay per view. You love to see it. You love to see it. Both of us, both of us in our in our teen years, just living it up. What'd you think of uh, Pat McAfee? Okay, so I thought that Pat McAfee had a couple of good moments here. Obviously, you already mentioned the slip, so I won't bring that up. I didn't think it took too much away from the, from the match or anything like that, but it was definitely noticeable. Uh, I like the hurricanrana that he did. Good stuff there. I actually like the drop kick that Corbin did on Pat McAfee for some reason. I don't know why, but it looked really funny. Just like it, maybe it was the way that Pat McAfee sold it. I don't know what it was, but it looked freaking hilarious. All right. Um, the finish. Loved the finish. Him just punting him right in the nuts. It was great. That was awesome. Uh, the code red, not so much. That was a little bit, ooh, it did not look good oh, at that, all. Oh, the finish was bad. Bless the him. finish was bad. Yeah, bless him. On that part, that was not good at all. But um, the match itself, though, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was anything to be over yeah. the moon about. I think we've seen Pat McAfee. This was the least best thing we've seen Pat yes. McAfee in. I I liked more that I saw him work through that adversity. And now I think that, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people that are singing his praises and going, oh my God, Pat McAfee. They're going to be like, all right, he slipped up a few times. And knowing Pat McAfee, he's going to really work on that. And I, I think that's cool. And I also love uh, the choir thing, the bum ass Corbett. I thought that yes, was funny. That was very cool. I want to do one. You know what I want to do? I want to get a choir to sing, dirt cheap boy. Dirt she boy, I can't so, get the beat. We'll, we'll, I'll come up oh, with the rhythm. Denise, in my, I, I'm glad in retrospect I didn't do this, but in my wrestling days, we did some shows for a church tour, and um, I would sing gospel songs with my name in them as a heel. Have you heard uh, "Our God is an Awesome God"? Have you heard that? Uh, maybe I don't know. Okay. It's like, our God is an awesome God. He reigns. And I was... No, I haven't heard it. I was this close to hiring a children's choir to sing, our Sean is an awesome Sean. And then somebody on the tour was like, that that might end this if we do that. So I didn't do it. But I was very close to doing it. I was very well, close to doing it. You think you'll do it now for Fightful? Yeah, I mean, I, think people would be I also, really mad about I also it. did come out there and tell people that they would feel my salvation on their face. So, um, <laughs> what kind of church shows were you putting on? 
Listen, I was over. I was over. Yeah, they were probably You're... seeing you as sated. <laughs> so? Good. Good. In a Be- church, Sean. Best heel possible to them, right? Come on, let's go. I don't know how I feel about this. Promo. <laughs> I feel like the Sheamus match should have been on this show, but I also can't. Okay, no, it should have been on this show. It absolutely should have been on this show because both these guys live in Nashville now. This absolutely should have been on the damn show. Wait, what are we Why talking about now? The sh- oh, the, sh- the Donnybrook match. Yes, should have been oh, on yeah, the show. That was good. You could have replaced either of the matches we talked about saying that we didn't need. And this had stakes too, but I'm glad that Drew got to go out in front of, in front of this crowd. Uh, but they, both of these guys, I know a lot of people don't know it, but both of them live in Nashville. I feel like every European wrestler lives there now. Nick Aldis, Miro's got a house there. Um, like it's it's become a bit of a, a, a location. I think Drake Maverick used to, which is you know kind of interesting considering where they're all from. But damn man, uh, I wish they would have put this on the show for those two guys who have worked really hard. Yeah, uh, I completely agree because I loved that match. I actually thought it was one of the best matches we'd seen on SmackDown since the Riddle Roman Reigns match because I thought that was really good too. But this uh, that Donnybrook match that they did, I mean, they went like a pretty good amount of time. They incorporated a lot of the weapons. There was good spots, lots of near falls. I really enjoyed that match, and I think I enjoyed that match uh more than probably at least three or four formats. Like, uh, I'll be honest with you, because, you know, SummerSlam started off really good, you know, with everything that they did with the women and all that we talked about that. But the middle, the middle of the show, I didn't think was that great. Like, I'm looking at these matches and I'm like, I didn't really care for any of these matches. And obviously I enjoyed the main event and all, and we'll talk about that later. But everything in between, I didn't think was that great. Yeah, I mean, it was... Looking, looking in retrospect, it just felt like a changing of the guard, and I think that's why I was so excited about it. Um, the Usos versus Street Profits did not live up to the last match, no. whatever, whatsoever. Jeff Jarrett did not, which is funny because he had a huge line today. But um, this just this wasn't what the previous matches were, and after the Usos won, the Street Profits looked dejected. I thought Jeff's count for a guy who's been around wrestling, like. Usually they'll have you count, swing your arm around and swing it around again because that that works with your cadence. Jeff was doing the pat the mat thing. It wasn't it wasn't good. Sorry, Jeff, but he had other things on his mind. Obviously, we even do a guitar shot. Nothing. No. It was like this This was so bland, so vanilla. Nothing happened. I think I thought. I think they did. You know they. The Money in the Bank match, I thought, was just a million times better. And this one didn't even, t- this one didn't lace its boots at all. Honestly, this match I thought was boring too. I didn't think there was anything. I mean, yeah, people are going to be like, oh, how can you think it was boring? There were some good spots in them. Like, yeah, maybe there were a couple, but that doesn't mean you're going to get like an amazing match from this. Like, it, I'm sorry, but there was just so much that was lacking from this match. Heartless says, save it for fan house, Sean. Oh boy. I don't know what, what that is. is. I know what like I know what like it. OnlyFans and, and all that stuff is. But Liv Morgan defeated Rhonda Rousey. Oh, I love this finish, Denise. I love this finish. The armbar pin, but Rhonda Rousey is given the old tap, tap, taparoo. Now, Denise, I feel like don't don't talk about fan house right now. We're talking I'm about done. this match. Not going to talk about fan house. I feel like if this were Vince, the title would have went back to Ronda and they would have been like, that's how we get the heat. Ronda takes the title off the the person people like. 
But instead, we have a justifiably heel Ronda now because Liv did tap out as this happened. I thought they timed it really well. I dig that finish. Um, obviously, Liv's going to try to get that pin, but if you're in a Ronda Rousey armbar, you don't get to decide to hold on for three seconds. Your arm's going to get broken. We've seen it. Elbows have been dislocated. Uh, what do you think about this, Denise? I didn't like this match either. Uh, I thought they made Liv look incredibly, like, not good in this. Like, they didn't give her anything. Like, if I'm watching the show, and, you know, obviously I'm a Liv Morgan fan, they didn't give me a reason to be like, this is my champion, and this is why I'm rooting for her. Absolutely nothing. Like, Ronda was the aggressor in this. She was the dominant one during this match. The finish, it was clear that Liv Morgan tapped out. Uh, and right before the three... So, you know, for me, it's like, okay, well, why should I be cheering for Liv Morgan now? And that kind of bumps me out because I love Liv Morgan and I want to cheer for her. And I think I wanted to see more of a competitive match versus what we got here. I didn't like the match. I didn't like the finish. And I just thought that it didn't make Liv Morgan look good as a champion. And given that she's a babyface champion, give me a reason to root for her. Why should I be rooting for her at this point? In this particular match, Liv, why? Because she's good and she's she's okay, nice and, and get she's any, personable. Okay, that, yeah, and that's fine. But in this particular match, they didn't give me any reason. I thought that her fighting through a Ronda Rousey armbar, considering I've watched Ronda Rousey tear literally women. Okay, not literally. I've seen her literally tear women's arms apart with it. I thought that was admirable. I think that that is. Um, I think that that is something that that is worth cheering. And Joey bag of donuts says happy. They turned Ron to heel, but did they have to make live look that weak? They did. I don't, thank you. I think they made her look so. weak. Yes, they did. Like people are a lot of people are, like you. Here's the thing. Like you're, you're happy for Liv Morgan, right? Cause everybody likes her. She's very likable and you want to root for her. But I still think that there's a lot of doubt in people's mind as to whether or not she should be champion. You want to take sure. away that doubt from people. How? By making her look dominant, by not making her look weak. And they made her look weak in this entire thing. I think they made her look weak in how they built her over the last few years when they even booked her. I don't think that well, this that did too. because, because I mean, honestly, when Ronda Rousey puts you in an arm bar, it can change your career. Like for legitimately, it can change your career. And I guess maybe I've seen so much of that. I see why somebody who had been in that for any extended period of time would get their ass whipped afterwards because I've just seen it. Uh, Ruben Hidalgo says, if not for Vince screaming in his ear, would Michael Cole be revered the same way Jim Ross or the late Gordon Soley was? Based on what I heard tonight, I'm willing to say absolutely yes, he would have been. Based on what I've seen at like the tournaments that we've seen and the Japan show that he did, and tonight, yeah, I'm willing to say that he would. And I hope that that sticks because he was amazing. LJ Bester says, do you think WWE will unban moves like the pile driver and vertebraker now that Vince is gone? Some of them, I think that they will. Um, I don't think that they'll go balls to the wall. I don't think you'll see a bunch of people kicking out of pile drivers as they should. If somebody does a pile driver on WWE, they should be pinned because it's been banned forever. If there's a banned move that's unbanned, it should then become the, oh my God, they did that? Well, there's a reason it was banned type of thing. Yeah. Shauna says, new WWE superstar was made tonight. The Tractor. I was Man. like, who? I was trying to think, who's the new WWE superstar? <laughs> Go Tractor. Number one the fan. Tra the Tractor Actually, was amazing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm the number one fan of, Denise? What? You know, just a little something I call 
nordvpn.com slash fightful i'm doing a lot of traveling denise i just went from kentucky to nashville i'm going nashville to la gotta go back i don't want to get geo blocked i don't want to miss my favorite shows i don't want them to say oh, sorry you can't watch us in this area i like to, to get my pay-per-views at a reduced rate well nordvpn.com does that because they can change your virtual location with just one click Oh, man, it's great stuff. It's fantastic. You can get a a VPN with the basic tier. You can go up one and get a pass. Go up one more tier, get a locker. But on top of that, you get that online threat protection. Block online pop-up ads that are so annoying. Block the malware. Block all those online trackers. The fastest VPN in the world. You can fix a lot of your problems in life, honestly. I'm a lot happier with NordVPN.com slash Fightful. Found out I was getting my uh, speeds a little bit throttled here at this hotel. Well, you know what? Fired up that VPN. All of a sudden, it was fixed. What happened? I don't know. NordVPN.com happened. It was fantastic. NordVPN.com slash Fightful. We love them. We appreciate them. They are so generous to us. Please support them. Get that same great deal. You get 30 days money back guaranteed and additional, additional month free. Cyclops said SmackDown Women's Division looks like junior varsity compared to Raw. Yeah, I got to agree. Joel Wood says it has to make sense. Ronda's an MMA legend. There's no way you can realistically expect Liv to go hold for hold with Rousey. That's the thing. Like if it turned into more of a pro wrestling match, I see that. But when Ronda locks in that arm bar, people don't get out of that arm bar. I've seen people do all the shit they can do. Then work the match differently. That's they could have done it at the end. That's fine. Yeah. But they didn't right, do anything right. to give Liv anything at all. They gave her nothing here. Yeah. Nothing. I don't I don't disagree with that. Well, Roman Reigns, I'm going to give you guys a little inside baseball. I left when Roman Reigns' entrance started and started to watch on Peacock so I could be here in time for this. I want to thank Joel Pearl, who was going to sit in for me. But I, from the time Roman's entrance started, I gathered my stuff. I got out of the venue walked out, went all the way across the parking lot, got in my car, was driving down the road, and Roman's pyro hit. That is a long-ass entrance. Yeah. If they, Denise, if they were cutting matches because they were worried about having nine matches on a show, well, they didn't need this necessarily, but this took forever. I saw my clock. It was 8.01 when it started and I was talking and, you know, everybody was, you know, mingling. And then I, I was, the Roman Reigns entrance was still going on and I was like, what time is it? And then by then, I think it was like 8.06 or 8.07 when it ended. And then we still got the whole Brock Lesnar entrance. That was like another couple of minutes. Uh, I think in total, it was like 11 to 12 minutes of entrances. Yep. Vinit says, what's next for Brock? Should he retire? No, he, there's still money to be made. Just never face never face Roman again. So Brock I comes think we're going to get a, another Roman-Brock match. Oh, I hope not. Roman ca- Brock came out on a goddamn tractor. This was cool. This was different. I like this. And during the match, he lifted the goddamn ring with the tractor. One of the things I always say I like to see in wrestling, Denise, is something I've never seen before. I have never seen a goddamn tractor lift up the goddamn ring. What? Not even in your Farmers of America class? It's Future Farmers of America. Oh, sorry. Future Farmers of America. (laughs) 
and, and actually even then they even went the wwe route because like for a while wwe said that it didn't stand for world wrestling entertainment it standed for wwe they said it's not the future farmers of america it's ffa and it just stands for ffa but what what the hell are we talking about ffa for Denise, Denise, you're getting your double time or your your time and a half anyway. No, I honestly brought it up because when he came out with the tractor, I thought about your future Farmers of America class that you took. And so it popped up in my head. Um, Honestly, though, here's the thing, though. We need to talk more about this because even though the spot. okay, before I talk about the ring spot, can we please talk about the spot where he put Roman Reigns into the little cubby of the tractor. And then it looks like he was literally going to ricochet out of there. And then homeboy just falls all gingerly onto the mat. And it looks so freaking lame. I was honestly so disappointed when that happened because I was so excited about seeing Roman Reigns literally get tossed off of that. And then it didn't happen. Instead, he just falls all slowly onto the mat. I was so bummed out, Sean. Like, you don't even know. Uh, Anyways, so I was bummed out during that spot. But then afterwards, when he went back in there and he started like moving the ring, I thought, what the hell is he going to be doing? Like, where is he going with this? I thought he was just going to push the ring. And then finally, when he grabs that like angle and he lifts up the ring. Oh, my God. I just got to say this. I was so jealous of Roman Reigns because when he was like falling, it looked so much fun. It looked like it looked like, yeah, like it looked like fun falling down, you know? Just got to say, I, I loved that. That completely, for me, it, it's going to be a moment that I think when you think back at some really awesome highlights and just like WWE overall, I think people will think back to this like tractor thing. Um, not the part where he dumped Roman Reigns into the ring, but rather the part where he actually lifts up the ring. And then literally after this is when this really became something more uh, worthwhile, where it kind of became mayhem. Well... Brock F5 Paul Heyman threw a table. <laughs> and that was insane. And Brock just kept getting knocked down. Over and over, kept getting knocked down. And Michael Cole's calls were just amazing. Um, Brandon Charles Powell says, watching the ref and Roman tumble out of the ring brought back memories of when Brock and Big Show broke the ring years ago that was very cool i was in fifth grade when that happened i remember going to school the next day and just everybody like for the first time everybody in my class was like did you see what happened did you see what happened and i was like yeah i saw what happened uh chris says take my money for two reasons denise's farm joke almost made me spit my beer and coming from a guy who's been to almost 100 weddings everything goes way too fast take in every moment except the money dance it legitimately will be the best day of your life it is it is incredible uh heartless says was SummerSlam tv 14 seen reports saying no uh it is it was not thank you to Luis, our moderator for for digging up that info um Irene's- also that spot where, or excuse me, the moment where uh, Brock Lesnar suplexed Jey Uso, dude, that was brutal. That was really brutal. And he like I he landed like like it just didn't look or sound very good at all. I was like legitimately concerned for him. And when he f five Paul Heyman into the into the, into the announcers table, dude, I was so nervous for Paul Heyman. Just like in that moment, I was like, God, please let this be executed, okay? Mm-hmm. But back to back with just all of this happening, it kind of felt like things were out of control. Which I kind of like that. I like the feeling of things being out of control. But it was I did I didn't care for that. For that suplex, how it looks for Jey Uso. It was brutal. 
Irene says Triple H is slick. He knows how fans think. Start the show hot, have a memorable finish. Fans will act as if the lame filler in the middle didn't happen. That's what I did. He got me. He got me. Uh, you think my tractor's sexy? Sent a super chat and said Paul Heyman's table spot made me so happy. Such a legend. I love that they sent that, but it wasn't anything about the tractor. Uh, Theory teased a cash in, and Brock said, nope. So that's good because we didn't want to see that. But Sheldon says, what a time for double or triple champs. FTR, Roman Usos, now Amanda Nunes once again. I hadn't even seen that on UFC 277. Um, but that congrats to her. Congrats to her. She's, she's the GOAT. Uh, Sleek the Geek says, why did the Brock match cut off? I don't know what you mean. What, what happened? I don't, what do you mean cut off? I didn't notice that. Mm-mm. What's next for Roman? Drew McIntyre's next for Roman. Uh, he is defending the title. He will pass two years as champion, Denise. Did you ever think you'd see the day? Yeah, I was saying it for the longest time. Like, I wouldn't mind him being champion until, like, the next year. I was totally okay with this. Until until they find the right person, I don't want them to beat him. It needs yeah. to be somebody that needs it to. And yeah, it needs exactly. to be clean. To me, if you beat Roman and it's not clean, why are you doing it? Today, though, when Brock Lesnar came out with that tan, we were like, oh, shit, he getting the title today. <laughs> he came out with that. I'm going to get the title tan. Hamp Connell says they still letting him do suple- or letting them do suplexes on the floor. Yep. Yep. Uh, guys, get in your super chats. We are heading down the home stretch. This is it. Of course, Denise is still getting her, her time and a half because it's her wedding weekend. But oh, honey's height. Yeah, you are. Hey, I Honey's- didn't put it in my invoice, Sean. I already set my invoice for this That's show. All right, just just bill it next time. Honey's hideout says I'm glad there was no cash in. With Vince gone, A Town needs that money in the bank to survive, and I'd hate if he failed. Uh, after SmackDown, future with Heyman. Heyman has always seen something in theory. He brought him up before anybody else was ready to bring him up. But theory had told me that he never had a main roster contract and never looked at that as an actual call up. Uh, but I, I, again, I want to put over Michael Cole. The calls of when Brock was getting counted down, they were some of his best work that I've ever seen. I felt like he meant every bit of it, Denise. I felt like he was legitimately concerned. And I think Vince had probably actively told him to be like, oh, don't cheer for or against somebody. No, no. Cole wasn't cheering for or against anybody. He was just hoping that Brock lived. A guy that he's done work with for 20 years, he was just hoping that Brock didn't die. Michael Cole did an incredible job tonight, and that was a glaringly obvious change. Good for him. You know, he's taken so much heat from so many people, so much criticism throughout the years, and I think that finally having a night where he's praised or has a lot of good feedback at least – um, good for him. I'm happy for him. Uh, I actually want to put over the, the moment after Pat McAfee won his match. Michael Cole was like, yes. Like, I forgot what he was saying verbatim, but it, he had the, my best friend did that energy. And I enjoyed that. That was really funny to me. So yeah, good for Pat. For, I was going to say good for Pat McAfee. Good for Michael Cole. We got a couple more super chats. Joel says, Drew's two title reigns will both without fans in front of his home crowd. This seems perfect for Drew. I hope he does it. Yeah, I mean, it's just they got to heat him up. They got to heat him up appropriately. He doesn't have the same. Um, yeah, it's not the same as when he won it the first time. And, you know, especially like uh, after the Royal Rumble and everything that happened after that, I feel bad that he had to be a COVID 
a Thunderdome era champion because that obviously he took a hit during during that as a champion. Yeah. Uh, we've got where do we got anti and brick saying do you think it's possible drew wins i do because of the the location and, and whatnot but um i i think it's i do think it's possible so yeah and with roman you know being away and you know that's something that, and drew drew's like the media guy for wwe like he's at all the events doing all the interviews that jeremy lambert has to just transcribe uh so i do think like you know what this could be a big moment for Drew McIntyre if it does happen, and it could be the start of the restarting of something for Drew. Andrew Detmer says, was hoping to see Roman pin Brock underneath the tractor for the 10 count. Drew needs to win the C-A-T-C. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Clash, Clash of the, the Castle. Castle. Clash of the Castle. Uh, at least one the of the Cassie. titles. Drew, <laughs> Drew needs it. Bring on home turf. I mean, I, I think the world of Drew McIntyre. I mean... Dude wasn't booked on this show. He was making sure that he did all kinds of special Olympic stuff. He always is was doing it on his birthday. Got nothing but love for that guy. Uh, Heartless says he could win one of the titles, split into two. It should be one of the titles. Roman should keep the universal title. But uh, guys, I want to thank you all so much. Uh, our Fightful Select subscriptions will kind of reset a bit after tomorrow, but we, we set records this month, and that is based on your support, and that means an awful lot because uh, – it's it's helped us out a lot. Like when Denise talks about getting raises and Jeremy gets raises, like that that's what it's from. And your your direct support. Thank you guys so much. I want to thank our sponsors as well. Uh, legitimately, Starcast hit us up a few weeks ago and they said we want to sponsor everything. I appreciate that greatly. Parkster says that was one of the best I've ever seen. Excited for the future. Congrats, Denise, and thank you for being an ally, Sean. Always, absolutely, always. Haley says, I forgot Riddle and Seth. It's at the start of the show, my friends. Been at the start of the show. Go back and watch it. Denise, tell the people where they can find you. You can find me on vacation because I'm going on vacation as soon as we exit this stream. It's wedding day and then vacation, vacation. I'm um, no, but for reals, uh, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. It's where I post all of my show links um, for everything that I do. YouTube.com slash Denise Salcedo is where you can find all of my content. Uh, so, yeah, that's me. I'm excited. I'm flying spirit, so I ain't that excited. So, hopefully, Text I make it. Text me when you Denise. land here because I want to know that you actually made it. Or I'll just see your Twitter since you post everything. Guys, thank you all so much. It has been an incredible last week and a half. Let's keep it rolling. You know we're going to get a bunch of news. How about this? FightfulSelect.com. We got a bunch of backstage news over there. We had a bunch of news from the tryouts. We got news on the new stable in WWE. Until next time, guys, we're out.